Welcome to She Inspires Me. I'm your host, Caroline Bruni, founder of She Inspires Me and Organise Curate Design. Launched as a Facebook passion project back in 2017, She Inspires Me has been reborn to highlight the incredible women we all encounter in our everyday lives and how we can take inspiration from them. Thanks to our key sponsor, Organise Curate Design, I welcome you to listen and get inspired as we showcase these incredible women. As you know, Organise Curate Design are the key sponsor for She Inspires Me. If you are an Organised Curate Design fan and have been keen to get your hands on some of our products, now is the time to do it as we are having a sale. 50% off all products at organisedcuratedesign.com forward slash shop. Well, welcome to another episode of She Inspires Me. Today I have with me Saran Niang, a young woman from Cambodia. Welcome, Saran. It's It's such a pleasure to have you on. Oh, I'm really more than happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for getting me here. Now, Saran, I'm going to share with our listeners a little bit about you so they can get to know you and then we dive in with all of the things that I want to talk to you about today. So Saran is, as I said, a young woman from Cambodia. Um, she's now 24 and has graduated with a bachelor's degree in international relations. She's currently in Melbourne, Australia, studying a diploma of business and working remotely as a sales and marketing assistant. Now, to the average listener, that would sound pretty normal um, in the sense of being an international student and whatever else. Um, But Saran's story, um, you know, there's so much more than meets the eye when it comes to Saran, and I, I find her to be a really inspirational young leader. She's proven that she is incredibly self-aware. She has a huge level of emotional intelligence and um, she has proven that if you apply yourself, the opportunities to make change are endless. Now, I can't wait to share your story with everyone so they can understand why I describe you in that way and, um, and why I think that your story is one that is definitely worthy to share with the rest of the world but thank you so much for being on um so your first ever podcast I'm so excited that yeah. I get to interview you for your first ever podcast um now you and I have had time together in Cambodia so um for some of the listeners may know that I've traveled to Cambodia twice now um but for those listeners who have never been to Cambodia before, some people probably like may not have even heard of Cambodia, which I think is a bit ridiculous. But for the people who have never been or don't know much about Cambodia, can you describe your home to us and what it's like to to be there? What you think is so magical and special about Cambodia, and um, and share that with us. The things that um, I would um, recommend to go and visit Cambodia because we have the Angkor Wat, which is, have been um, built for so, so many years and they mm. have like full of the history in there. Even like, just like you go and visit Angkor Wat, it's all described about Cambodia, the culture, the politics, the um, people, it's everything about there. So I yeah. think if you want to go and learn more about Cambodia, just go and visit Angkor Wat. Stand at yeah. Angkor Wat. I completely agree <laughs> with you. It is 
it's breathtaking and I know the first yeah. time that I traveled there um, or I visited Angkor Wat I it was sun um, you know sunrise we went really early in the morning and and that was just it was like being in a movie or um, like a fairy tale it's it's incredibly beautiful now one of the things that I personally really love about Cambodia is the people so I have I haven't visited like you know, a lot of places in the world. I've visited a few, but I definitely can say that the Cambodian people are so, so kind and so generous and um, and so happy and, you know, there's there's a really complicated history in Cambodia and, and um, you know, we're not, we're not going to talk history lesson today, but um, that's one of the things that I personally love. Like it's you know, it, it's it's a country that I think the people make make it such a special place. So oh, exciting! That's lovely. That's, that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true though. Like I think um, for me, the the people that I've travelled with, um, so the team from Project Gen Z, when we talk about Cambodia, it's um, it's definitely you beautiful people that make us want to mm-hmm. go back. So um, now we did meet through Project Gen Z. And the reason we met through Project NZ is because um, Project NZ works closely with Sunrise. Um, so can you tell us what Sunrise is and how you ended up to be a part of the Sunrise community? Yeah, so Sunrise is an organisation that um, is located in Cambodia and mm-hmm. um, the founder of the organisation her name is Jordan Cox, and we always call her Big Mom because <laughs> she has really big heart. <laughs> and, she sure does. Um, the reason I um, end up in sun coming up and stay in Sunrise because of the family issues. Like, um, since I was when I was young, I think about when I was eight years old. Um, um my parents just gone away, and then they just didn't come back um, to me. So I'm staying, I stay with my grandma, um, mm-hmm. with my brothers. And my parents just gone, like, um, they gone to Thailand and then they didn't come back because they went there, I mean, the illegal things, you know. So yeah. they couldn't yeah. make it to come back. And then, mm-hmm. and then, um, Mom, Mom Jordan just found us in the village and then she decided, she just came directly to my village and then took me and my brother to Sunrise. And then for the first time yeah. I get in Sunrise, I cry so much. And then my mm. brother just like, no, I want to go back to village. I want to go back to see grandmas. And then after two weeks, I asked him again, no, I don't want to go because I had so many <laughs> things fun here. He have he like playing sport. We have so many friends in Sunrise and Especially mom, she's always care about my feeling. The first time I came, mm. she always asked, and then you have enough clothes and how how you make friends. It's just amazing experience living in Sunrise. Just like it's the best thing. I I'm really grateful for. Like mm. my life has completely changed when I get into Sunrise. Yeah. So you so you moved there when you were eight, and how many brothers do you have? I actually um get in sunrise when I was twelve years old. So when oh, so I was moved, eight, you, yeah, I stayed with is when your mum, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you moved to sunrise when you're twelve, and and how many brothers did you say you have? 
Um, I actually have four siblings now, but yeah. I at that time I only stayed with my um second brother. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, so twelve years old. That's not really young, but it's still re- like in some ways it is. It you know you're not five, but you're twelve, mm-hmm. and to have that moment where you had to understand that you were leaving your grandmother and the village but then within a few weeks just seeing how the work that Geraldine was doing and and how beautiful it is to just be a part of that community and and one of the things that I've always really loved when and it kind of confused me at first so the first time I um I visited Sunrise every time I would speak to any of you um kids and I know you're not a kid anymore you're you're definitely a a young woman um but I I remember speaking to every single kid I would talk to and I would say who are your brothers and sisters and they would say oh oh, everyone's my brother and sister and I could never work out who was actually (laughs) Um, because in your eyes I guess it doesn't matter it you're all children of sunrise you're all siblings and and mom is Geraldine and that is yeah and that is- it's like a big family there i really love being there because like um yeah everyone is our brothers and sisters we look up to each other especially like um joining the government school like um we joining with all the kids from like family they have family and then we join the same school mm. especially like all the brothers and sisters they always uh, look up to us like oh what's going on here something like that yeah. it's we just feel warm and especially like when we, we came back from school, we have food and we have mom waiting for us when we come back to school. It's just amazing, yeah. the feeling of that, yeah. And everyone in Sunrise um, is dad and mom for us. <laughs> so we just yeah. call them moms and dad. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly it. Like they're at the team at Sunrise are, are incredible. There, there are so many different people that have worked there along the way and um, we know this year has been a difficult year um, for the whole world, but definitely for the team at Sunrise. Um, but it's so true. I think when you describe that that feeling of going to school and just having the support of your brothers and sisters, your Sunrise brothers and sisters, and knowing that you're not alone, especially the first time you go to a new school. And then in addition to that, that feeling of coming home and knowing that there's someone there that loves you, that is going to look out after you, and 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 you're just ex- she's just ex- as excited to see you when you come home yeah. as you are to see her, and and I've seen that firsthand, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. So, um, so talk to me about Geraldine. So I um, you know, as I said, I've, I've spent some time at Sunrise, heard Geraldine speak a few times, um, and I've you know shared meals with her and. She is pretty inspirational. Um, what has it been like to grow up with Geraldine and, and what do you think are the biggest things you've taken from your relationship with her? The biggest thing that I have learned from um, Geraldine is that um, being kind is really important to, to change um, my life and to the world too. She so have taught mm-hmm. me a lot like um being kindness and then have a beautiful heart and share your love to other people is is really beautiful especially like i have learned from her like um being share and caring is really important that's why she inspired me to run my own charities so i have Mm. run my own charities like a few projects like um raising money and then support the 
poor student that I couldn't afford to go to school. And then, yeah, I have run that for a few projects. And um, so Momji just inspired me to do that one. And I have learned being caring, sharing, and kindness is really important. Mm. Yeah. And she's wow. really amazing because, um, yeah, I just like seeing her from from young age until now. She she's I mean she doesn't change anything at all. Her heart just always oh, have the big heart for us. Just she's just amazing for me. She's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's and she's the hero of so many as well. When. I, you know, in the in the brief time that I've spent with her, when she speaks and just the way she speaks, I, I like you do you hang on her every word. She's she's incredibly special, and just the way that she has opened her heart to the Cambodian community because it doesn't it, it's not just you kids. It the work that she does with you all um, and the opportunities and the way that she's looked after you has had such an impact on the future of Cambodia because looking after you and giving you those opportunities and now, you know, in your case, you're here in Australia and there's so many other children that have gone on to go to university to start their own businesses to um, fulfil their careers and, and they've had that. So, I, as I said, I had the opportunity of meeting you through Project NZ um, and anyone who's listening to the podcast who has listened to previous episodes um, by the time this episode with Saran airs, you would have heard the episode with Liz, um, so you'll know a little bit about Project NZ already. But um, so Project NZ have done five years at um, at Sunrise and in Cambodia but back in 2000, so you've been involved the, every year. You've done yeah, all five years. Five years. And then, which is just so exciting. I, like it's the energy of that couple of days that we spend at Sunrise is just, it's so intense, but it's so exciting. Now, back in 2016 was the first time you were announced as the Project Gen Z Apprentice Challenge winner. So tell us for those, um, so I know Liz and I didn't speak in detail about how that kind of challenge works. How, what What is the challenge and, and what, why do you think you won? <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> but at that <laughs> time I was, well, I was so surprised and I, I didn't like, I didn't expect that I, I got selected as the winner at all because um in 2016 I I was the I joined the um project in Z and then I I ran a like a team because we have um like competitions of running a business in three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we never give you a lot of time. It's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, do this yeah. but do it in three hours. <laughs> but it was really fun and challenging and like we have the teams and I was the CEO in the teams, but I just mm-hmm. made sure that my teams is um, really like we work together really smoothly in the teams mm-hmm. and yeah. we we try to sell our products and then get income and it just it was just amazing. But at that time I was on the table when they announced the winner. I went to the bathroom. 
I'm then, going. Yeah, and then one of the coach in my team's like, no, you couldn't go. You need to you need to listen to the um yeah. for the winner because I didn't know that they have another like first I thought they only have the chosen the the winner the of the teams, team. but I didn't yeah. know they have another winner. So I was like, um, it's okay. <laughs> and then at that time they said, No, you can't go. <laughs> And then they announced the winner, yeah. I was crying and I like I couldn't expect that at all. But it was just amazing experience and then I got a chance um as the winner I got a chance to come to Australia for three weeks and then I have learned so much at that time and that trips I learned like how in how the company run a business, how it looked like um like the difference between Australians and Cambodia is it's just amazing experience for me. And yeah. I'm so thankful to Project Inside. Like, I have learned so much from Project Inside. Like, they teach us how to run business, how to, um, like, controlling our self-awareness and everything. It's just amazing. Thank you to Liz. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the work that Liz and the team have done is, is pretty incredible. And so... I guess for some context for the listeners, um, when we talk about the challenge, essentially how it works is um, there's a team of entrepreneurs that head over to Cambodia. Um, we work with the the kids, and and I say kids like they're kind of, I think from memory they're, um, we just is call 15, them <laughs> 15 to twenty fifteen to twenty five. Yeah. Do you have to be 15? I think, like, I think from memory, like, they're not little anyway. They're all teenagers um, or young adults and they're put in teams. There's a handful of us entrepreneurs that are, are, are paired with the teams. So there's a lot of team spirit. There's a lot of um, competitive nature. We all get very, we all enjoy each other's company, but we get very competitive. We stick to our team colours. And um, and then the the product that Saran is referring to is um, the teams every year have to, in most cases, have to pick a product, rebrand it, and then on the last challenge day, have to go out and sell it to the public so they test their branding and marketing skills and then they test their English because often they're you know having to go out and speak to tourists yeah. and um, you're all supervised by us and some of the team from some of the stuff from Sunrise as well but um, yeah it's always been uh, in the two years that I've been there it's always been really interesting and and as Saran said like being that that overall winner hasn't been there every year but in the case of 2016 it was and um so when you came to Australia you traveled to Melbourne and Adelaide is that right yeah I I went to Sydney for one week yeah Yeah. and then Melbourne and Adelaide yeah wow that would have just been incredible. Who it would have thought, so, especially yeah, back so when you funny. were twelve? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I look back; it's just just amazing experience. Like it was so funny. I got one funny experience. I forgot the passport in the hotel. <laughs> oh no! Then, yeah, and then uh, I went back to Sydney, and I checked like tomorrow. I need to fly back to Cambodia. I checked my passport, but oh my god, where is my passport? <laughs> Where, and then I, so did you leave it in another state? Uh, yeah, I leave it. Oh no! <laughs> I leave it in Melbourne, and then I fly to Adelaide for one week, and then I I came back to um Sydney to fly back to Cambodia, and then I'm take, I check my passport. I'm like, 
where is my passport? And then I was like, I was so overwhelming and I cried and I'm like, and then um, Beck, she's, she's one of the lovely ladies. I stay with her. She's like, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> then she contacts yeah. to the hotel and then check because I'm sure I put it in the safety box in the, in my room. Mm. And yeah. then, yeah, it was just, and then <laughs> once at least some reasons, she's also one of the projections that members, she just mm. willing to like, no worries. I will fly to Sydney and then take the passport with you. <laughs> With, for oh you, it's like, it was so lovely, and then kind of like, <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> uh, it, and that's the thing, though. We we do. There are all of us as as project Gen Z entrepreneurs. We do. We we take you all under our wing, and we like we would um just do anything to support you guys. But that's so funny. Maybe you were secretly trying to stay in Australia. Oh that's yeah. Why you forgot <laughs> your passport now? <laughs> That's so funny because so you so 2016 you win the first time yeah and then last year so 2019 so three years later um, the challenge is completely different last year because Liz decided to make it the amazing race and made us yeah she made us run around Cambodia like crazy people but it was <laughs> amazing um, but um, so it's three years later. Um, and you win again, but this time you win a whole year yeah. in in Australia, um, and you win a scholarship to to work um, to study with Insight Academy. Now it's twenty twenty. <laughs> Life hasn't gone to plan for any of us, and I know that you are you are here in Melbourne, um, but you are in restrictions um yeah we're recording this kind of in the first kind of week of september for anyone listening when this does get released we're recording this in early september we're recording this in melbourne we're in very restricted restrictions (laughs) um so in this time of you're here in Australia. So in this time of COVID, how have you found the learning experience for what you're learning at Insight Academy? Um, the things that I've, um, according to my study, because um, I'm doing online class actually, but it was mm. it like, it's not like face-to-face class, but it was pretty good. Like most of my classmates, they're really friendly. And then mm. sometimes we have like break breakout room like um Zoom party at night or something yeah. like that. Like <laughs> we we even in lockdown, but we still try to do something fun like to make us feel more um positive. And yeah. being in lockdown, I found myself like sometimes I feel overwhelming, but I always um, keep telling myself and um, thinking in positive way. And also um what I I I do the meditation every day for five minutes mm-hmm. to calm myself down and also I just have learned like I take this this time like take the advantage time in this lockdown to do something productive. So mm. um, um I have like my my team like from my classmate be um running um a projects doing a projects of the like um we try to um care about our environment it's that's the content of our project so um i'm doing like at this time i focus on workings and then 
um, doing my project. So like it's kind of I try to keep myself busy, so I don't have to yeah. care about the virus <laughs> and the lockdown. Exactly, so yeah. true. I'm. It is such a, a it is such a relief to hear you talk like that. Um, because it it's a re- it is a difficult time and and but it's I, I'm a big believer in mindset and you have proven time and time again that um, regardless of the situation there is always an opportunity for for positivity and for growth and for the opportunity to make change um, and yeah I, I'm I'm not surprised that a silly little virus called COVID isn't isn't ruining your positivity because um, you're pretty determined and that's that emotional intelligence that we talked about early um, yeah, early in the piece. At this time, I just want to let you guys, like, be kind to yourself and give your, mm. like, allow yourself to feel your, your field. It is what it is. But, you know, um, the thing is um, just take, the advantages of this time do whatever you want you know yeah don't just um sit down and then focus it on virus because i think it's it it will never finish so just just change just completely change your plans that you want to do because for myself um it's it did it's really not what i expect to happen at all but then i just i just found it like Oh, maybe interesting. Maybe I could just change the ways of my plane, like to do something else. So, yeah, mm. that's that's what I do during lockdown. <laughs> that's very good advice. Um, take it as an opportunity to change and change the way your brain works. It's, yeah. it's very, it's a very clever way of looking at it. So, how long are you here in Australia for? Um, I was supposed to stay here for one year and a half because. Uh, according to my visa so but mm-hmm. i will i i will finish my school uh i think in in june mm-hmm. yes yeah, so um um i will go back to cambodia in july yeah okay so we've still got a bit of time in the hopefully outside of restrictions to, for you to explore a little bit more of australia yeah. and enjoy um so you've spent some time here now um a few times here in Australia and you've travelled, you know, I know that you've travelled um, all around um, because I know that you were here a little while ago when you surprised Liz at the Luminosity event <laughs> yeah. as well. So you've, you've done a few trips here now and um, do you think that you could ever call Australia home or are you, is Cambodia home forever or, or maybe somewhere else in the world, maybe New York, I don't know, um, where, where do you see yourself as the next kind of place that you'll live or um or settle down i feel like i have the second home here actually like i just every time i come here i feel i have family here like Mm. friends and families and i have just full of like my lovely people being here so when i come here i feel comfortable i feel like just like everyone I feel just like I come here, I know everyone here, so I found it like second home here. But um, yeah. I, actually, yes, um, um, the I could say like the home is the hardest, it's like Cambodia, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know in the future if I, I'll just move and stay here or I stay in Cambodia, but Cambodia is just amazing for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's where the heart is. Yes. Um, yeah. No, that's such a good way of describing it. And and I can I know that every time I leave Cambodia, it takes me at least a month to not oh. want to just jump on a plane and go back. I don't know what it is. It's um it's a combination of things. I always get to travel there with such incredible people. Like you've met the team at Project Gen Z and if I can spend a couple of weeks with some just amazing, incredible people and just be just be in their company in such a beautiful place with such beautiful people. It's it is. It's hard. It's hard coming back to Australia and going back to work and doing all the things. So um, it's definitely somewhere that's on the list. I can't wait to, to actually bring my family and take my children over as well because they have been have been asking me every time. When are we going to get to go? And now, <laughs> right now, we can't go anywhere. But um, it but it will so, come. So fun. With the kids at yeah. sunrise. <laughs> yeah, they, the kids at sunrise, they're excited to, to meet my kids as well. Yeah. And we have um, we have a sponsor child, um, Senreith, who lives at sunrise. And, um, oh, that's you know, amazing. Yeah. yeah, so wow. it's so nice to connect with him as well and the, and my children have had the opportunity to um, to kind of watch him grow up and write letters and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that's something that's been really nice. So it will be great to get over there and to visit. But as but, you said, it's where the heart is. So you'll yeah. be you'll be heading back over there in July next year. So you've had the opportunity now to spend almost five years surrounded by entrepreneurs and um you know this you you just always seem to have something going on. So you mentioned charity projects. You mentioned projects through um, through the work that you're doing through your studies. What are you working on at the moment? Are there any business ideas that you've come up with, or um, any other charities, or what? Are you, what's happening for you right now? Yeah. So um, about our projects, um, we are on the researching way, but haven't started mm-hmm. yet. But it's kind of business too. But like we're trying to. Um, collects all the um what can say like the second hand clothes and then try to design in the new way the new um style and yeah, that cool. people yeah and also the um second hand of the um jewelries and also the handmade jewelry what we made and then we sell on the market that's what we are doing that's fantastic yeah <laughs> that yeah. sounds really cool it's like this beautiful element of obviously upcycling and yeah. recycling and um but there's it's so creative as well because mm-hmm. you get to create new exciting fashionable items yeah. so oh, that sounds cool so so you're still in research phase at the moment um yeah. and then will will this be something that you do for school or will it be something that you actually launch as a business um it's actually for the school projects yeah but yeah. I have. I also have the business some business idea, but I haven't started that yet <laughs> because so many. <laughs> so we'll need happen. to watch the space. Yeah, so many things to watch. But yeah. no, I um, and the charities you mentioned earlier are they still running or how how do you still connect with that? Um, with it's actually on hold at the moment because um, I'm coming here and then it's a little bit hard to run that charities. And then some of so my team just they have trouble with their job, so it's a little bit mm. a little bit hard to um keep um on continuing. But I mean, I'm not quick in it, but I just put it on hold actually. Yeah, and I guess it will will be easier to work on once you get back over to Cambodia yeah. as yeah. well. And just think how many 
skills and opportunities you're going to take on board in the next kind of nine months before you get back there as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about all of the incredible people that you've had the opportunity to work with and, and spend time with and, and just how much you've learnt over those years. Who are you inspired by and, and why are you inspired by them? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, the person that inspire you mean sorry you mean the person that inspire me yeah yeah oh the person that inspire me is my best friend wow um, yeah. <laughs> amazing ladies and we have been friends for so many years like more than 10 mm-hmm. years but they always inspire me to um, be more self-awareness is really important like if you focus on your yourself your um, personal developments it's like yeah. you know yourself more so no one just can't destroy your mindset it's like mm. um self-awareness let you know that who you are who you want to be and what do you want to be in the future it's just everything so um she's really inspired me to know who i am and like um, don't keep um, others' opinion to destroy our um, goals, our um, plans. See, just um, like um, powerful ladies and op- open-minded um, person that um, it's like um, being who you are. That mm. yeah, she's really inspiring me and she's just amazing to me. Yeah, She is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she definitely is. Um, I wasn't sure who you were going to say, but I had a feeling it was going to be wow. And I completely agree with you. It's so funny. Um, obviously, her name is not spelt W O W, but when we pronounce it wow, and it's so it's such a good way of describing her as well because she's just she is wow, and um, and she does have that really determined mindset. So what a great person to have in your corner mm-hmm. as a best friend to just push you, push you, push each other along. So that is fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Saran. It is, It has been so lovely to talk to you and to share your story and your journey so far with, with our listeners. You are still very young and I can't oh, even you. imagine all the things you are going to do. Um, every time I speak to you, I'm like, wow, she's going to do so many <laughs> Thank you so things. much. I, I'm really honoured to be here. Like just amazing. This is my first time on podcast and I just enjoy doing that. It's amazing. <laughs> well, Thank you for letting me do this. <laughs> No problems at all. And for those of you listening, we will put links to Sunrise in the show notes if there are any other projects that um, we need to link. um, That will all be there as well. But thank you, Saran. And um, for our listeners, we look forward to sharing more stories with you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of this incredible community. Remember to hit subscribe and join us in our next episode to be inspired by more exceptional women.